With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, Nuggets fans? Welcome to another episode of Full Court Press, brought to you by the Denver Stiffs podcast channel, part of the SB Nation podcast network. I'm your host, Brendan Vogt of the Denver Stiffs. And for this week's episode of Full Court Press, I got on the line with the big stiff emeritus, now former Denver Stiff, Zach Mikosh, who stepped down from his deputy editor role after nearly four years with the Stiffs a couple of weeks ago. He wrote a great farewell piece. You can see that on Denver Stiffs. Google it. Denver Stiffs saved my life. Emotional, honest, moving. And I sat down with Zach to talk about uh, not so much the piece itself, but the process of moving on from from something that he's poured himself into, from something that briefly looked like might go on to define his life. Of course, now, as he's written about, as he's talked about, he's moved on to building a different legacy, one one that he can leave for his family um, and, and, and for his son, James, forever. And, and that includes sort of moving on and, and turning the page. So lovely chat with one of my favorite people, fatherhood, blogging, the evolution of blogging, retired life. A lot, a lot was covered here. Re- really fun chat. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Without any further ado, here is Full Court Press with Zach Mikosh. Just having this exact same conversation about 15 seconds ago, but Zach, a couple of weeks off the Nuggets beat, still a working man, but a semi-retired man. How is retired life treating you, my friend? Yeah, no, I um, like I was saying, so it was uh, it was you know the very first the first couple of two days or so, I was uh, I was kind of had mixed feelings, a little down about it, you know. Uh, four years, it was it was a good run, but um, then I had that. Uh, hold on, all right. Uh, then I had that, um, sorry for about the dogs there, but uh, it's all right. It's raw. Full court press is raw, raw man. <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, I was, I was thought I might have to get up and yell at him, but I did not have to do that. Luckily. Uh, no. So then I was, uh, you know, I was sitting there, I'm still part of our private Slack chat and, and I got that, I saw that first notification pop up and it was like, it was in the stiffs assignments channel and you go in there and it's like, you know, Adam's notified the whole channel about, uh, some sort of highlight video or something that he needed. And I was just like, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to care about that at all. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to feel guilty about not doing right, that. That's exactly. really the... like I didn't want to. I kind of wanted to rub it in. I wanted to be like, uh, I would do that, but nah. But then I was like, nah. I just won't say anything at all. <laughs> you should have. You just make me take a hard left while driving Lyft. Just veer <laughs> off the highway, headed home. I'm on top of it. Uh, um, it's funny, man. I, you wrote in your uh, farewell piece about how you started on the. The preview recap grind. Exactly. Which is, of course, where we all start. I talked about this with Mike. It's where I started. 
And like in the very beginning, you're just happy to be there. But man, how quickly do you grow jaded to the the slog oh. that is preview recap? You know what? The, there, there's there's sometimes a, a nice. Sometimes I actually like the preview and recaps, but just because it's like, especially the recap. It, like I'm gonna watch the game anyways, uh, and so it like it, it it just like writes itself, you know. So it's it's mm. pretty much. Uh, sometimes I like that as a nice break, but yeah, I mean, there are some games you're just like the previews, especially because you put that, you put that little table in there with all the advantage and you know, who's, who's got the advantage over who and the matchups. And of course people, that's like the, the hottest takes come in the comment section based off that one table. And so like you, you, you open yourself up to get dunked. Yes, on exactly. And you know, I've done some really stupid uh, stupid stuff in those tables once. I remember one time I said uh, in Emmanuel Moutier's rookie year, I said him and Eric Bledsoe, who he was on the Suns at the time, but uh, I said those guys, that's an even matchup. Oh, dude, they killed me uh, for that <laughs> one. And then, of course, like Moutier scores like seven points and Bledsoe goes off for like 35 and like Bright Side of the Sun is over in our comment section then. It's just, uh, that part, in their that defense, part is Mo- a slog. <laughs> In their defense, Moutier is really bad. Yeah, he was awful. But, you know, that was his rookie year. The the <laughs> hype was still there. <laughs> For sure. You know, the preview recap thing, though, is is that you do a good job with them. I, they're hard with blogs because it feels like a formality. But if you have to write it, you might as well have some fun with it. Right. And the challenge is, like, how do I make this different? How do I make this fun? Because sometimes if it's just, like, a January game and, like, to be frank and transparent, like I have not watched the Memphis Grizzlies this week <laughs> right. or whatever. Like the hell <laughs> do I put month. in this preview? You right. know, Jaron Jackson has long arms. That's like right. my thing to watch. Yeah, you you have to keep the um you have to keep the the preview pretty pretty vanilla on the other teams uh uh analysis because you know, like it's such a SB Nation is such a, a massive community of fans and and you get these diehards from these other teams who will, they'll read your stuff when you're previewing their team and so if you don't I, I learned keep it real general and then that keeps them uh that keeps them out of your mentions on Twitter so uh. yeah exactly I try to say the most obvious and right. indisputable things about opposing teams right. possible. You know what I think is that probably though you, even worse than the preview and recap. Uh, the, the the worst grind I would say is the the like minor news grind because mm. like you need to drop everything. It's still news. It needs to go up. If you don't get it up like within the first really within the first hour or so, then it's it's like okay, then you're getting to the point of like well. Why even bother? But it's like, you right. know, I'm, man, there were times like, hey, the, the Nuggets uh, signed, you know, uh, Jakar Sampson or, or something like that or, or Sean Kilpatrick. I remember that one. I'm like driving uh, and trying <laughs> to also like write this. Don't do this. Uh, anyone out there. This is terribly unsafe. <laughs> but like trying to write this newser while I, I'm driving, like from my phone about Sean Kilpatrick. I was like, oh, my God, man, this is. The yeah. worst reason to risk your life ever, man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was definitely the worst part of the grind. I was just going to ask you, or at some point I was planning on asking you, uh, what you think you're going to miss the least. Do you have, I assume is that that's part of your answer? That, yeah, that and, um, I mean, the and, and just the, the the shitty people on social media and, like, mm. you know, it just... Wait, the, what? <laughs> right? Those people exist? Yeah, yeah. you know, it's... Um, you know, they're, uh, I won't miss the Lakers fans, I guess is really mm. what I'll say, too. Those guys were Fair. always uh, good for, what will you good miss for the most, good man? trolling. Um, 
I mean, there, there's a couple things you miss. I mean, because, I, you know, the, the thing I liked the most about it was the relationships and the friendships right. that we created. But but those carry on, like, right? That's that's not something I plan on uh, just, just letting die. So, you know, I mean, it, it's cool. The the free ticket to the home games was, was real nice. Yeah, that's you not know? a bad perk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and getting to talk to the players and stuff and, 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 and just kind of like being, and not even, you know what, what I'll probably miss the most about going to those games is, is not even getting to talk to the players, but it's getting to talk to the the, the Chris Marlowe's and the Chris Dempsey's yes, and Scott Hastings. Absolutely. You know, yeah, all those guys, all these like, you know, the the who's who of, of the Nuggets uh, beat and media and like, and all those guys are so accomplished and have such great stories and things to learn from. And, and you know, it's, uh, it's just a great opportunity there sitting in that media lounge before the game starts where to really, uh, really get to meet those guys and, 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 and pick their brain. So that'll definitely be, I think, the thing I miss the most. Man, I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, I remember my first couple of weeks on on the job, and it was like all these people that I had followed on Twitter when I started right. following the Nuggets. And you're sitting there; they they they're literally these round tables in the media lounge, the press lounge. So you're sitting at these various round tables of uh, newspaper writers or bloggers or TV personalities, and and who's who really is a great way of describing it. And it's not like. It's not like, ooh, here's the name drop potential. It's just right. there's all these people whose brains you can pick, man. And that's, for me, that's the best part. And that's the one thing that if I was trying to show the fans, like, hey, what what would it be like for you to be in the, in the room, in the building? That's the one thing I wish I could show them is just sitting there and shooting the shit with everyone. Right. Yeah, that is, I mean, it's the best part. Unfortunately, the, uh, the that, that all got shut down. You know, we were doing some, a uh, couple years ago, we used to, every now and then I would do a, a Facebook live video and be like, what's the spread in the back of the, right, uh, right. you know, yeah. And then, uh, then this year they uh, put out there in training camp, no, no live videos in the back uh, anymore. So <laughs> we can't. It's we too bad because that really like the best content would just be an actual like 360 roundtable show. Right. Of just us actually sitting there two hours before a game. It's the most fun part of a game day. Why well, maybe the game itself should probably be the answer. Well, that could be after, that could go one way or another, you know. Yeah, it depends who they're playing. Exactly. For sure. So are you uh, I know you're done writing. Are you f- and you're still in the chat, you're still you're still a stiff for life, of course. Are you done? contributing like what are you going to do with the pickaxe pundits deal um, slash can i have your podcast when you're dead it's like yeah it's, it's uh, i guess it's technically not mine you know i had to sign over the uh the rights to good old sb nation that's uh oh that's right uh, yeah go union um <laughs> <laughs> unionize <laughs> but uh. um uh yeah so it's uh you know topical it's a <laughs> yeah, i don't know if it's gonna be uh what's gonna happen i'm i'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm good with it we made it to like uh, 102 episodes like so maybe we should have just stopped two weeks earlier but um you know i think it's it, the pundits listen i'm i'm a man of the people and and i see the numbers Indeed. all right and uh i understand that the pundits is is really not uh not what they crave the most so you know it's um it's uh if, if somebody wanted to pick it up i would i would uh certainly still be a guest on occasion with them yeah. but, but beyond that man like i i, I got a lot of stuff that i'm trying to outside of basketball that I'm trying to let's let's know. talk about some about what to, to the extent that you're willing to man like what's beyond some of the and we'll talk oh. maybe a little bit at some point about your farewell piece but just sort of like this does take some off of your plate what does that make more room for what are you excited to, to dig your dig into now right like I mean um 
Boy, I don't want everybody to tune out here as we dive into the Dude, that's the best part. Management. This podcast is about this boring <laughs> bullshit. So right. make it about you. Drone on. It's all good. No, man. Like, so, you know, I um, I took a job probably. Oh, not probably. I took a job uh, two, and a, <laughs> two, and a, two years ago or so. Um, and uh, it was it's kind of different. So I've always been in construction management. I've always been. I'm, a, I'm an electrician by trade. Um, and then some point in my life, I was like, you know what? It really sucks doing manual labor all the time. Shout out to any, everybody. I'm not saying it's a bad job. It's a great job and I uh, support it all the time, but it was really That's beating me up. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. And, and as a pale guy, you know, you work outdoors a lot. And so that uh, really was uh, pretty preach. rough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what it's about. Um, so like, I was like, all right, I got to get into, you know, I, I get into management. And so I've been doing that. I really, I was doing that even when I started with stiffs, but then I took this job with this, uh, with a different company and it was more of like a sales role. And, the thing about about sales is it's it's like not a there's no seven to three thirty or nine to five like about it you know you got you got to do stuff whenever whenever people are available to to meet with you so uh, you know it, it takes a lot of more time in the evenings especially um, to to kind of get done what I needed to get done so that's yeah. like it started it really started affecting uh, what I was able to contribute already when I was, you know, probably in this past year or past two years even. So, um, I started, I wanted though, to be able to continue to build that and, and to build kind of the department that we've got going up here, uh, in Northern Colorado. So, so I really wanted to be able to dive into that hundred percent. That's part of it. The other part of it, man, is it's like, I am actually like, uh, I was just, we were talking right before we came on that, like, you know, I, I, about me just moving, like that is all. Uh, it's all part of like steps in a plan right now. So we, uh, we moved out of a house that we had near Greeley. Um, and now we're just living in an apartment over in Loveland and hopefully, um, within the next couple of weeks, uh, if for people who, uh, nobody's going to be familiar, but, uh, there's an area called Livermore, which is up, oh, it's up west of Northwest of Fort Collins, um, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'll be uh, being able to get some land up there and then, you know, basically going to start building the house. Ooh, um, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be, uh, you know, I'm trying to build a house that my family will live in for the next uh, right. 20, 25 years. So uh, that that's going to be, uh, you know, pretty much the majority, I think, of my evenings and week on, weekends for the <laughs> yeah, next year. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm focused on then. And then after that, you know, I mean... I got some. I got some more long distance plans that I don't necessarily right. want to talk about yet. But uh, right, yeah. right, okay. More career stuff, I guess. Gotcha. So you're going full next chapter, new page, new Zach. Yeah, it is. This yeah, is, yeah. It is uh, like, and and it absolutely is. Like you know, it's funny. You, I think. Uh, there's like a phases of different people's lives and, 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 you know, that we all, but we all kind of walk through similar phases. Like you, you grow up, uh, you finally, you get out of the house, right. And, and, and you're, you, then you're into the phase of being your own man or, or woman and, and being right. out on your own. You might be going to college. You might just be working your career, whatever it is. Uh, you leave the Cleveland Cavaliers for the Miami Heat for four years <laughs> exactly. and you come yeah. back. There's all exactly. these phases. Exactly. Right. Um, and, but then, and then you take that next step and I'll keep with you right with the analogy. You come, you, you basically get back to your, your, your grind. You go back to Cleveland, you grind every day. You, you accomplish what you, what you thought you needed to accomplish as you were be, as a young man. Um, and then, and now you're, and now you're turning to that next page and you're thinking, honestly, what's, what's best for my family? What's best, mm. um, 
Wow, help. this really is the LeBron. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, me and LeBron actually graduated the uh, same year from high school as well. So we're just, uh, you know, neck and neck. I mean, I, last time I checked, he was a little bit ahead in terms of, you know, net worth. But otherwise, we're, we're pretty It's much- not that far <laughs> off, though. Like, contractor work. Is like- <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, and I would you. argue you guys kind of look similar. Yeah, I obviously definitely. I mean, we both have a beard, you know. There's, yes, that's, <laughs> that's it though. That actually is the full list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 there might maybe other similarities. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's that's like it is. So like now I'm in this phase. You know, it's um, it, it, it's somewhat cliche to say, but like. Uh, you know, um, and I know, I know a lot of, of the the demographic is is young males who pro- so probably they'll probably roll their eyes this a little bit, but it it, it really does become all about your kids uh, as you, mm-hmm. as you get older. And so, like you know, for me now, I'm in that phase. Okay, I got I got a daughter who's six. I've got another one who's three. Like they are, uh, like they're like real people now. They weren't just like like little babies who I have to you know just right take care right. of. And and you really want to think about like, well, what's the best best childhood I can give them. Um, and, and, and that's kind of what you focus on. So like, yeah, that's, that is the phase now. Like we're all in, uh, basically all in on that. And then, you know, after that, then I guess when well, I'll get sick of them and, you know, then I'll figure out what I'm going to do as like an empty nester. Yeah. I'll get sick of them. They'll get sick of you <laughs> yeah, first probably. For sure. Wait, let's, sure. Let, let's go full parent corner for a second though, man, that I'm fascinated by that sort of like, like you just described, right? There's, you're past the sort of going through the motions of literally, keeping this infant alive and now you're you're watching a personality grow a human grow and and it's about your life is as you just said zach it's not really about you it's about them right now right is there a relief in that like as do you reach a stage in your life where you're kind of stoked to put all of your shit aside and kind of maybe have a clearer and, and healthier purpose like on your plate right no there there it's so funny yes i was thinking about this just earlier today um there absolutely is, and so for me, I'm not quite there, right? Yeah, I got to get the, I got to get the house built, uh, and then, we'll, <laughs> then we'll be, uh, we can, we can maybe uh, take that Talk breath relief, yeah, take yeah. that that sigh of relief. But I was thinking about this when I was when I was like 19, 18 or 19, I was living with my my sister, and I remember telling her, you know, I was like right in between, it was like summer, I was working as an electrician, like trying to build up money because I was going to college, I needed, you know, needed to save up money for that, and I just remember telling her, I was like, man, I can't wait to get to like that point where like you just like you're you're stop building for what's next and you're you're just there you know mm-hmm. and like and like so that's like what it feels like like right now is I'm just about to that step of like okay it's not we're not building to what's next we're we're where we're at and now and now just like you said it's and now I I could just you know raise my kids and and know that as long as I'm just doing what I need to do every day just existing that that they'll be able to I'll have put them in a position now that they can go out and prepare. They'll be able to prepare for what's next for them. You know, that's because at some point you got to let them go. Um, right. But, but right. you know, until then, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's very simple now. It, it's super complicated, but at the same time, it's just very simple. Like, it's just like, okay, I just, I've got the, I've got the place for them to grow up. Uh, I've got the job to be able to afford it. I just go to work and, you know, and, and, and raise my kids. That's very beautiful, man. That's very, my, my life is not about, I, it's about like, do I have enough money for two sausage burritos (laughs) or three? That's really, that's pretty much the extent of my day. So 
that uh but you know that's that's just but it's just you know we're two two people in different phases of life and and that that you know that that decade or so in between us is it it makes so much of a difference man like that yeah. your your mid 20s to to mid 30s is like uh the amount of change you go through um in your life you know it, it's really incredible and it um you you suddenly i think at least i know now you suddenly feel when you get to the mid 30s you realize man i'm getting cr- pretty close to this being half over so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shit, I thought it at 26, so I would imagine it's <laughs> right. I would imagine it gets rough at it. It's yeah. near 40. It's, but... Yeah, as you're pushing up on 36, just wait. Just yeah, wait. man. Oh god. It happens quick. It's like it doesn't stop. It's almost like every year you get older. It's bullshit. It does. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. I wish I wish this <laughs> some sort of raw deal that we all got here. No, and, and the other thing that really sucks is it gets faster, too. Oh man. Don't tell me that, Zach. Don't tell me that. <laughs> It does. Uh, speaking of the passage of time, four years, four years come and gone, your time at the Denver Stiffs. Um, a, is that hard to believe, easy to believe? We'll just start there. Does it feel like you've put more or less than four years in to that grind? Yeah, it, to be honest, I mean, it probably, it, it almost feels... I would say it almost feels like more like it feels like it was a longer time, but not in a bad way. Like it's not like it was like, right. God, it just la- dragged forever or anything like that. It just, because it seems, it seems so, I think it's probably because the nuggets have come so far in those four years that it's like the, the days of, yeah, of, of thinking Emmanuel Moutier is, is the, the face of the franchise and, and you're, you're trotting out like, you know, uh, some G leaguers and basically using them at the end of the the year. Cause you don't really want to spend any money and you're only trying to get to the salary floor. Like right. that feels so long ago now, you know, it feels like <laughs> there was uh, a, a totally different era of nuggets basketball. And in, in, in some ways it was, but like, I think right. that makes it feel longer because I mean, four years is not a lot of time. Cause when I think about, you know, everything else that was going on uh, four years ago, that, that seems all very, you know, very recent and and doesn't feel like it was that long ago at all but it's yeah it seems like i've been writing for stiffs forever and so i think you know also part of it is just i i've been commenting on the site since it basically since its inception mm. so it, it, it kind of you know it's it all mixes together i guess right because i've been with the site as you know and following the site for for a decade so uh maybe that partially i think probably sticks or makes it feel that way uh feel longer than just the four years it's crazy, man, because as you wrote about quite well in your in your farewell piece, it, like this, the best way to look at Denver Stiffs and the best version of Denver Stiffs is not a new source or uh, like a, a, a source for digital content per se. It's a community, right? right. It's a, a lighthouse for a community that is sometimes ignored for a community that is larger than some might think and a community that is kind of spread out. And, and so it, like stiffs kind of serves as a beacon that brings it all together. And I know like whenever I moved on from something, whether I was literally moving or not, right. Leaving college, a job, whatever, even if I hated it, even if I hated every second of that experience, there was always this really intense kind of like nostalgia and, 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 emotional like just emotion that I was flooded with when it was time to move on and I think it's because you're sort of saying goodbye to communities right people that for better or worse you kind of shared this portion of your life with and 
it's like, I can't even imagine for you, like it's, it's, it's four years. I've been doing this for a year and it's been in, a, like you said, in a good way, the longest year of my life. Right. And I, I just feel so entrenched in it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are, are you, where are you at with that in terms of kind of extracting yourself from it? Well, you know, like that was when we, when, uh, me and Adam kind of talked about like, okay, this is, this is it. Uh, you know, the one thing he, he asked, and it was the, the thing I appreciated the most was like, Hey, do you still want to be part of our chat? And mm. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Because like that, you know, that would be, as you said, I mean, that would be the hardest, the hardest part to give up for it of it would be just like the relationships and, and, and being able to talk with you guys and like, uh, you know, whether it's because you, you know how it goes. I mean, sometimes we, a lot of the time we're talking nuggets uh, in that chat, but a lot of times we're not. We're just talking about yeah. uh, our lives and, and, and who we are as people and, and as friends, you know. And so like that, that part um, would have been really hard to give up. And so in some ways I don't. I mean, it, it'll hit me more. I think uh, when, you know, when the season starts next year and, and, and you guys are all out there and you're at the games and uh, and you kind of realize, ah, oh, I'm not, you know, not really, uh, I can't, it's not like I can just go, not that I went, went a ton uh, last year anyways, but it's not now I, now that I actually can't just like, you know, roll into the Pepsi center and um, come watch the game with you guys. So like that, that'll probably hit me, I think uh, right. at that point. But the thing that, that I think I've learned, um, over over many many times of you know having to move on from from different things whatever it was is like uh, the the friendships and the relationships that you make during that like you can put forth the effort you and sometimes you have to put forth more uh, than others but I mean you know you're talking to a guy who like you know worked in Texas for six months um, and and then that that's where I met my wife and so like I had to have, mm-hmm. we we had a long distance relationship you know for like six months after that. Um, before that so like it really like you i think i'll put forth the effort i guess is that is that is i'm really really conscious of that that i have to work at it you know to to not let these relationships die and i don't plan to because uh i like you guys you're 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 all right yeah yeah man you're all right too zach we (laughs) like you i'd say we're, we're gonna miss you but hopefully there's no reason to right um, well, there'll be a little bit of reason because yeah, there'll be some time when you guys will really need something to be, uh, some yeah, bullshit, bullshit news piece. <laughs> fucking preview. Cause I'm not going to do it. Yeah. That's what like, I'll miss uh, you the most. <laughs> shucks. You're like, nope. That's a hard no from the, from your former deputy editor. That was your title, right? Exactly. It was. Yes. The, uh, the, t- the title I created for myself and then just, uh, <laughs> Adam just kind of rolled with it. So <laughs> It was. I mean, it totally was, man. Like, I just wrote up like uh, what it was is. So I wrote up a, you know, I just wrote up like a this kind of like uh, almost just. Not, it wasn't even like a flow chart of, of of or anything like that. But it was just like I guess uh, of roles. And I, I think we actually adopted. It. I think I saw it at a stiff of Palooza once, and, and we actually kind of like used it. But it it was you know I said, hey Adam, you're obviously the site manager, so you know here's the things and the things that I think you know you should be responsible for. Not trying to step on your toes or anything, but. Mm. Uh, just the way I see it. And then here's the things that here's, you need a secondary person. I think it should be me here. You know, that we call that the deputy editor. Here's the different things that I think I should do. And, um, and then, and then so on and so forth. We had, you know, senior writer and, and writer and contributor. And, uh, it was all very loosely, uh, loosely held titles. They didn't really mean a ton, but you know, 
uh, it was it was kind of fun to it was kind of fun to have it. And I guess uh, really what it came down to, what the deputy editor title meant, was I got the responsibility of writing the preview and recap schedule uh, for everybody to sign up for games. That's really uh, the most power I was given right. with that title. <laughs> but super, that and the ability to stuff. to ban anybody. A I real wanted. privilege. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes, it was the best. Do you have a favorite uh, moment? And and I guess you can answer this however you'd like. Um, interaction, piece of content, uh, uh, I guess stretch of games. Is there a thing from your four years that stands out to you as that? That was my favorite part right there. I think. I, uh, did you ever get a chance to meet Jake Marsing? I did not. No. Yeah. Shout out to Jake. I he I love Jake uh, in, in a way, but Jake's kind of a uh, not. I mean, I, he's an awesome guy. Um, but he's kind of you know in some ways, um, I he, he's one of those guys who just unfortunately you know he can be end up being the butt end of people's jokes or or, or whatnot. And it it, it it was just like you know, or he was always one of those guys who really wanted to, um, um, you know, wanted to make sure that he uh, he knew that you were. Uh, that that he cared about you and and that 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 he was uh you know that he was friendly with you and I think some people that maybe just didn't quite uh get 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 them the right way but I always I was always a real real big fan of Jake's and so one time though um he the uh the game where the Nuggets beat the Warriors uh and and they set they tied the record for three pointers um Jake was like he was sick. Uh, he was sick that night, you know, he just, he couldn't quite possibly make it, uh, just too, too under the weather. And then the Nuggets knocked down like 14, 15 threes in the first half. And sure enough, here comes Mr. Marsing just rolling in like right at halftime. <laughs> and then he, uh, uh, and then I think it was a really bad weather night. And then he had to, um, he had to like end up getting his mom to get him a hotel or something. He was like, uh, poor Jake. He's probably going to, uh, not appreciate this story, but I just Dude, I, that one like stands out to me for whatever reason, just because it was like, wait, that's uh, actually we're all. I just want to say how dope the, uh, that is. You had you could have picked like anything you wrote, any game you attended live. Just you could have picked anything, and you picked Jake Marsing getting sick at a basketball game. <laughs> Get playing no the, the point is though clearly playing hooky when he was sick and then ah uh, okay I <laughs> you know, see I see and then, I missed the and point. then as a grown man uh, as a grown man having to get his mom to get him a hotel room that was the <laughs> second part some solid karma right oh. there <laughs> exactly exactly that was it and so yeah he uh, he probably got a hard time for that for a little bit but that's what you get if you if you're gonna you know if you're gonna play hooky and then and then show up when the Nuggets hit 15 threes in the first half against the Warriors, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to eat some grill there. So I don't I know why that say, stands man, out to me as most moments. <laughs> prior to that anecdote, there was a uh, zero chance that Jake Marsing was ever going to listen to this podcast. But now once <laughs> I tag him in the tweet, no. <laughs> I'm just Jake. I love you, Jake. <laughs> Feel free. Jake, this is an open invitation to come on the pod and talk as much shit about Zach. You, as like you, know, you know what? You, he should come on the pod and talk shit because you actually kind of stole his, his stick without even knowing it. He, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Jake, um, he did, I can't even remember what it was, what the name of his podcast was because it was only one episode. Um, but it, <laughs> he, uh, okay, you know, I at feel the time so bad. He was, <laughs> 
<laughs> he was interning. Um, so he was interning. Oh, you, but you, 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 the point I'm going to make is you should really try and find it. Uh, he was interning at Altitude Radio um, at the time. And so he actually on his podcast did something very much like you do where, you know, you kind of get a, a local personality and their story and, and, and just more about them as a person. And he, he actually ended up getting like uh, he got Vic Lombardi to do it with him. And it was like almost like an hour and a half long of just like. Vic's story of coming up and you know growing up in Denver and and and, and becoming all the way to where he is now. Yeah, it's it's actually awesome. So um, that that's crazy because Vic called. is like my he's like my crown jewel guest. <laughs> like he's the big get. Well, see, so that and and so Jake's probably ruined it for you because Vic's gonna be like, yeah, I already did that. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll let maybe so, Jake will let me post it on our feed under my it's, podcast. It's we could possible. at least we could. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You can give him a kickback. Give, tell him you'll give him 10%. Yeah. 10%. Like, is that? that is 10 is that cents. Like? <laughs> yeah. It's not much. Yeah. It's one to one there. Um, okay. Anything? What are you going to regret the most besides calling out Jake just now? Besides, I feel, I do actually really feel bad about that now. I should have told I know. You, I just want to stoke those flames. Story. I just want to embarrass you. You shouldn't feel bad, but I'm going to. It's be all right. What do I regret uh, the most? I don't, man. I, I you know, it's. I want to be like no regrets, right? Um, <laughs> I say it, say it. If that's how you. No, mean. the thing that I probably regret the most is I just uh, pissing off Jamal Murray like I- mm. inadvertently, like one time. Wow. I I, can't, I don't even remember what the question. It was at media day, and. I don't even remember the question I asked him, but something, you know, I basically imply, oh, I, I remember I implied about how he always had a slow start shooting, which guess what? He had another one that year too, but yeah, uh, yeah that he, doesn't uh, matter though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I implied that with my question and oh man, like I don't, I think for the rest, uh, the rest of my stiffs career, anytime I had an opportunity to, to talk with Jamal in the locker room or something, I pretty much got one word answers from there on He's out. And, and, and so that's the thing. Yeah, and and, and the, so I guess, so this is actually what I, not even what I regret, but maybe maybe the thing I disliked uh, the most about it was like I hated being a fan of this team and being a fan of these players and going into that locker room and just knowing like they have the absolute like just don't want to talk to me no nope. at all and they I, don't like, like you on principle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and it just like sucks because you're this like you're like a fan, and you're like you're like you kind of want these guys to like you, but at the same time you're like, but I have to be somewhat of a journalist, so I can't want them to like me. Right, and it's right. Just like, right. yeah. So no, I, it's true. It's really tough. I guess I regret maybe never being able to get past that with any of those mm. guys. That's a really, really, really good answer. I, I had a moment with Jamal too. I, he had a game where. Uh, he had a particularly good game in terms of assist to turnover ratio, actually playing point guard instead of just lighting it up. And so I, I wanted to ask him a question. This is in the midst of all these discussions about his ability to do just that play point guard as opposed to just scoring. And so I felt, okay, here's this conversation happening around this kid, but it's happening without him. So I'll throw him a softball. I'll give him an opportunity to speak on it. And I said, Jamal, I thought you played one of your best games from the point guard position tonight. And everyone knew what I meant, and Jamal knew what I meant, but I slipped up, and that's all he needed. And he said, <laughs> he said, what position do I play? And I said, point guard. And he said, and what position have I played my whole life? And I said, point guard, which isn't true, by the way, but that's for another day. <laughs> you should said, have been like, uh, well, at like Kentucky, you know, you... Uh... <laughs> technically, didn't you tell us you played center? Anyway, but he, and then he said, uh, so that question doesn't make any sense to me. 
uh we gotten past it he <laughs> he was cool about it we laughed about it but it's it's funny man it's all it takes is a, a slight misspeak and you can be in a doghouse real fast you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna also revise my favorite moment um because now when I think I, I, you just remind me of something that was uh, exactly that. So our good friend Christian Clark, uh, who we mm. all love, and I love Christian as well. Um, he this was his first, his very first uh, like chance on the beat. So it was it was pre draft workouts, right? So like at this time, I think Christian's writing for uh, it, was, it was who who he was with before BSN. I can't even remember now. Um, the Denver, and it was. Uh, the Denverite, yes. So he was writing for the Denverite uh, on the Nuggets beat for them when they had a Nuggets beat. And um, he's, like, brand new. Like, I remember he he comes up to me and he's like, hey, dude, is that Tim Connolly over there, the GM? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's Tim. Um, so he was, that's, like, that's how fresh he was uh, right, on the right. beat. It might have probably been his very first day. And uh, Diamond Stone is there for, for a pre-draft workout. And, oh, wow. There's yeah, a name. I, I think, I, I think. Exactly. I think I don't even know if he's still in the league, but you know, the center uh, out of Maryland, partic- right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not particularly um, skilled or anything, but uh, decent. Uh, and Diamond, he's talking about, you know, of course, everybody's talking about you know, the threes are all the rage and what. And so he's talking about like, you know, how he's, um, you know, he's like, yeah, people are, he's like, I'm working on expanding my range. You know, he's like, I used to, uh, I used to shoot threes uh, back in high school. And Christian goes, so you used to shoot threes back in high school, huh? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, did you ever make any? And like, like he was dead serious with the question. And wow. Like, oh. uh, <laughs> he's like, nope, I missed every single one. Thank you for asking. <laughs> like, yeah, and he like, a, yeah, he does, Diamond does like a double take. He's like, well, did that guy just seriously ask me that question? <laughs> Huge uh, shouts to Christian. Huge shouts to yeah. Christian, who's, who's also actually uh, a future guest of this podcast so he too will have the open mic to take a jab at zach there you go there you go yeah i never asked diamond stone if he had ever made a three-pointer though so that's he's gonna yeah that's that. fair. it's gonna be a little harder to knock you <laughs> did no. you ever make any nope <laughs> appreciate you asking no no sorry i mean go ahead i was uh yeah <laughs> um so okay oh no i just lost my notes they're back I'm kind of that's look, man. I'm 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 really there with stiff stuff, um, unless unless there's any stories or anecdotes that you feel you would feel remiss if you didn't include. I um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, they're all uh, the one thing I would say about stiffs uh, that everybody has to remember is like uh, there there the there is an incredible just amount of talent. Um, on this staff and, and, and there there always has been and, and you don't it really bugged me in the past there's no one there right now who I can I can think has sort of this attitude or or anybody I would say that um, is very pervasive about it but there there have been people in the past who have you know come through the Pepsi Center and who have definitely sneered their nose at the idea of you know bloggers um, quote unquote and, and and I just think man when, when I look at this this staff at stiffs like they're they are every bit as qualified as anybody uh, on that beat um, that's out there. Whether whether it's you know you, I mean, we got guys who like Adam are, I mean, phenomenal writers, but also I mean, he played uh, you know in college and and has an, an incredible understanding of basketball. You know, we got a gentlemen like you're. So, I mean, Brandon, you're as qualified. You've got a you know you've got a journalism degree, right? Just like everybody else. Um, 
I don't actually. Not just, oh, you don't. You. Uh, see, no, that, there I go. So everybody's but talented, really talented, except for Brendan. Yeah, uh, no, thank you. I was going to say, no, that, that's what was wrong with your statement. Uh, no, I mean, but um, you know, and and uh, you, you, but you went to college, like. I did go to college. This yeah, is true, and we, I studied media. You're not terribly far. Exactly, off. exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, we same same thing with like like uh, Ryan Blackburn, right? He's got a he's getting a, a sports management degree, or, or indeed, uh, Gordon Gross is uh, a published author. Like, I mean, there the, the the talent is there, and so I just man, the one thing I'll I'll say about Stiffs that that I think has really gone a long way in, into the success of it is just. Um, the people, the people behind it have always been incredibly intelligent, incredibly talented people, uh, and they're really uh, anybody who who thinks less of them just because we're a quote unquote blog. Which what does that even mean anymore? You know, like uh, that that that's a reflection on the person who thinks that, and not a reflection on the site. Damn, I like it. I love it. Um, hey man, whatever the stiffs are, uh, whatever whatever the rest of us get to do with it now. It is it is a past torch and it's one that you carried, man, and it's it's not lost on us. So, not to turn this podcast into a mutual admiration fest, but <laughs> you are you are appreciated, my man, and and in in the aspects that you are stepping down, you will be missed, brother. Yeah, you guys are gonna be fine. Yeah, no, I just have to say that. You know, <laughs> right, I'd right, look like right. a real asshole if I didn't. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna close with a culture question that I think I think it really says a lot about. It's it's two two questions, and it's gonna tell people I think all they need to know about you or really any person. And so the first question, Zach, is: Did you watch Game of Thrones? Of course, I watched Game of Thrones. If you, who doesn't watch Game of Thrones? That, I, that's why there? I ask. If you say no, then the podcast is over right now, <laughs> abruptly. Uh, having watched it, season eight, mm-hmm. good or bad. And I'm making you choose between those two answers. Well, I can I say rushed? Or is yeah, that... that's a great answer. So here's my thing. Like, so season seven and eight, like, what was that? Was it like a total of like 14 episodes? Uh, mm. I think that they yeah. did. That should have been four 10 episode seasons. So they give us 14 episodes. They needed 40, I think, to get to get done what they needed I to agree. get done. So that part, that part, because like, I don't, I don't, you know, some people get upset. I can think about, uh, do we have to do like spoiler alert on this or? I don't know, man. Probably not. <laughs> you know what? This counts. There's going to be. Right. I'm, go- I'm about to spoil the ending of this show for you people. Um, but uh, like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have any issues like with how it ended. I don't really have any issues with, with, with Bran becoming king. I don't have any issues with, with uh, Danny being killed. I don't have. Uh, I have a few issues with Jon Snow and and the way he ends, because um, it seems like such a cop out. Same with 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 like Arya and Grey Worm. Those three I, I didn't really like, but the rest of it, like I don't have a a problem with the overall all story. Uh, I just have a really problem with how the last two seasons they just basically crammed it all. Here's the thing, yeah, man. Like when you think about that that show, like so many of the characters' stories and their relationships are developed simply during the time they're traveling from place to place. And you miss that in season seven and eight because oh. they're just instantly at the next place uh, all Preach. the time. Preach. Those are great. That's a great, perfect answer. I was hoping, because I went into that question with a ton of respect for you. You passed, you passed the first half with flying colors, respect level maintained, and then I, I liked your follow-up. So, Zach, you're good. You've completed yes. your exit interview, and I'm stamping you... Uh, uh, give me an adjective. Dope. You're dope. dope. You have the official Excellent. Brennan vote seal of approval, man. 
I will make sure to put that on my LinkedIn profile. Do it. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put new deputy editor <laughs> new of deputy. Denver Stiffs online. There you go. That's hey. That's how you get that title. You just gotta go ahead and grab it. Um, just give it to yourself. Does. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when will um? When would I see you next, man? What what's what, uh, when's the next excuse for that? Or do we have to like make an effort? Or no. Yeah. Exactly. Like I was talking before. I mean, I wasn't really talking about you, Brendan. Right oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, I guess we're gonna. You guys are all gonna be out there in Vegas, and I. That, you know, another one of my biggest regrets. Mm. That is actually it. There's my biggest regret. I never got a chance. I kept having kids during, you know, <laughs> during the summer. That was the problem. <laughs> so I never got a chance to go to summer league. Um, and I can still go, though. So I, I guess I, I, there's still time. So uh, not this year. But I know I know we got some plans. Uh, some of the other old stiffs got some plans Ooh. to get everybody back together. So Ooh, that's exciting. be coming. Well, don't don't be shy, man. If you ever if you ever near the the big city, the big old city, that's right. You just give me a ring. I uh, you know I, I keep trying to get further and further away from it, but uh, <laughs> Fair. when I'm there, when I'm there, sir, you'll you'll be right at the top of my list. All right, Zach Mikosh, thanks for 40 minutes of your time. Thanks for four years of your time, buddy. And uh, it, it's been real, man. Absolutely. Hey, you guys are like I said, the the, the best is yet to come. I have I have full confidence in that.